Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. My Refresh Sisters, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Jawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. It's good to have you. If you're listening, thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, hey there. It's good to see you today. How is your soul doing? Let's take a moment, breathe. Let's stop right here. I don't know if this is the beginning of the week you're listening to this Monday um, and maybe you had a long weekend or you're just getting into the groove of working. But right now, how is your soul doing? How are you feeling on the inside? Are there some things that you need to address? Are there some things you need to sit with God about? Are you doing good? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling energized? Are you feeling strengthened? Um, Right now, I am just, I'm feeling so strengthened uh, by God. I have so much on my plate, but it is God's grace that is giving me the strength, the power where I am weak to do what I'm doing. I don't do anything without God's strength and his power. I realize that everything that I do as a mom, as a wife, as a podcast host, as a part-time employee, as um, working in the ministry, serving the ministry, it's all for the glory of God, but it's because it's with God. And so I encourage you, wherever you are, wherever you are pouring out at, remember to do it with God. God will um put in your putting your spirit man when it's time for you to rest take some breaks pull back say no to this or um how to have wisdom on 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 handling of whatever project or whatever circumstances in front of you he doesn't want your soul to grow weary and tired but he understands that sometimes it does that's why Matthew eleven twenty eight. our foundation scripture for this podcast is come to me, all who are weary, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And he says, rest for your soul. That word rest also means a refreshing, meaning the place where you may be dry, hungry, thirsty, needing a, a, a something to quench you, to feel better, to feel more alive, to feel strengthened, to Feel, feel, um, feel God. Um, he's like, if you come to me, I'll give you that. I'll give you just what you need, but it's in him. It's with him. And so I tell you, um, living this life with being yoked to Jesus is the only way that I want to live. And I pray the same for you that you discover rest for your soul, that you discover a refreshing in him. It is possible It is possible and it doesn't just deal with the different things that we do on the outside, but it also deals with the parts of us inside and our soul that needs his rest, that needs his peace, that needs his refreshing. God wants to refresh someone today. So if you just tuned in right now for the very first time, my sister, you are not here 
by accident. You are here to hear a refreshing word from God. Um, before we get started into what we're talking about today, I want to, um, one mention, I am celebrating a hundred episodes all month long. This is the last week I believe on the podcast. I'll probably be, um, just mentioning this, but I, I don't know if you realize or know this, but when God rested on the seventh day, that word rest in the Greek term actually it means to um, remove yourself to cease from working and to celebrate God celebrated on the seventh day he 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 celebrated what he had done he took time to 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 pause to cease from all that he was doing and really take time to say you know hey look what I've created let me bask in this. Let me sit in this. And we need to regularly celebrate. When you celebrate, you're resting. You're resting. You're not continuing to move and move. And what's the next idea? What's the next thought? And God, what you want me to do next? It's not just about work, work, work. God's rest, the way he wants us to live, rest is a part of the work. Celebrate, celebrate. What did you do this week? Man, you got those, you were able to keep the house clean <laughs> or if, if you wasn't and you're like, but it's clean now. Hey, I, hey, I helped my kids with their homework. I got the, that, that laundry done. I was able to knock out these meetings. Um, I was able to get rest and get up early to spend time with God. Like celebrate, don't always celebrate on this massive level or on or just on your birthdays or anniversaries celebrate make regular time to celebrate make regular time to rest okay so I'm celebrating 100 episodes and I want to celebrate with you um, I just had a um, book giveaway and two winners um, two blessed ladies one which I will be um, sending them their um, free rest for the soul devotional um, in the mail so I'm excited about that two year two blessed ladies for um, the two-year anniversary also of this refreshing the soul podcast um, but I also want to hear from you how has this podcast been helping you what is your story? What have you been going through? And maybe there's something you heard, um, even if it was a snippet of something that really blessed you, that refreshed you, that gave you the energy, the motivation to keep going. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your heart. Your soul matters to God and your soul matters to me. You're not just a number. You're not just a download. You have a name and you have a soul. And that's what it's about here. It's about refreshing your soul. And so on another topic of our soul, one of my, um, actually my spiritual mother, my mentor, my pastor, the one who taught me all about the soul and how to care for it, she is having a free online Bible study called My Thirsty Soul. You guys, you got to check it out, okay? It starts, I believe, February 11th. Through March 18th is every Saturday. So it's, it's a six-week Bible study. Saturday is early in the morning, 7 o'clock a.m. It's for those who are hungry and thirsty to go deeper in God, to hear from God, to learn about their soul, to learn how to grow um, in their soul. Um, so you want to be there. I'm going to be there. Go to eventbrite.com. 
and just search up my thirsty soul make sure you put the click the online option because it's just an online event it's free and it's something that's worth registering for okay so again that's my thirsty soul um it's with pastor angela peterson and you you you're not going to be disappointed all right so for today's message topic what's been on my heart this whole month god just has has been nourishing me and reminding me about caring for my soul caring for my soul not in the way of just plucking things out you know in the garden how we trim stuff and pull weeds up he's like no there you have to be tender too you 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 got to be kind you got to be patient don't beat up on yourself because you made a mistake or because you're not where you want to be you know be patient be kind um we talked about being gracious last week and so this week i want to talk about being loving to our souls be loving to your souls and for order in order for us to talk about um being loving we have to first um, get a grasp on what love is and what, how does God tell us to love? And so I first want to start off with the scripture, Matthew 22 verses 35 through 39. Okay. So let's just get a little bit of background, a little bit of understanding. Let's actually do verses 37 through 39. Okay. Matthew 22 verses 37 through 39. It says, Jesus replied, You must love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, all your soul and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, let's read that, though, in the Passion Translation. Jesus answered him, love the Lord, your God, with every passion of your heart with all the energy of your being and with every thought that is within you. This is the great and supreme commandment. And the second is like it in importance. You must love your friend in the same way you love yourself. So first it's like, I want you to see that God is saying, Jesus actually in this context is saying, love God. So it's like an arrow pointing up from you, your heart, your mind, your thoughts, all of your being, all should go up to God, okay? So first, our love is is uh, is to him. And I'm just hitting me now where Paul actually says, I believe is in 1 Corinthians. It's in Corinthians, one of those Corinthians, um, the one of those books of the Bible where he says, you know, we loved him. We love him because he first loved us. So we're only able to love God because he loved us. He showed us his love. We received his love. Um, we, so we love, we love him, right? So this scripture is saying, Hey, love God with every passion in your heart, with all of the energy in your being with every thought that is within you. I, I like that the Passion tr- Translation says with every thought. I know the NLT and New King James Version talks about with, with all of your mind, but every thought. So if our thoughts are not even lining up with something that is pure, that's true, that's lovely, that's worthy to be praised, we have the power to take that thought captive and say, no, I'm going to change this thought into something that 
that that is that is lovely that is pure that's something that is going that is going to um magnify who god who god is so just right here in our thought life the we can we can show love we can love through even the way that we think okay the way we even in, in this context it is how we are thinking towards god god you are good thank you for protecting me you are a protector you, 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 and I'm, t- I'm going to tell you in circumstances of where you could have a flat tire, it's easy to, to, we can easily go to a place of saying, gosh, why has this happened to me again? Like, don't you see I'm, I'm working, I'm trying my best to, 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 to do better, to save my money. And then like, what, why, why God aren't you helping me? I need help. You don't see me here. And you know, it just, for for words to come out of our mouth even like that it comes first through our thoughts and so i just want to help you here just even in our love for god our th- our thoughts toward him has to be pure it has to be something that is lovely that is worthy to be praised and we really got to keep god in the perspective of who he is in a situation not what our situation is now our situation can be bad, but that doesn't change God from being good. So even when situations are bad, we can still think good towards God and say, God, but you are good. I thank you that I, that you protected me from this turning into an accident. Or if it was an accident, God, I thank you that you protected my life. It could have been worse. There's always something to think um, high, a higher thought of. There's always a higher thought that we can go to. And so we learn how to do this with God. And guess what? Now we got to learn how to do this to ourselves because the, the, I think it was verse 39. It says you must also, and the second is like it in importance. You must love your friend in the same way you love yourself. So they're, they're saying, Hey, this transaction that's happened between you and God, before you can, we want you to love others, but there's already a place of where you, you, the way you love yourself, that's the place that's going to come out of how you love others. And so the way you think towards yourself, just right there, how, how are you thinking toward yourself? Are they thoughts that are full, um, of, of good, goodness, pure, lovely, worthy to be praised. I'm pulling up the scripture in Philippians. I believe it's chapter four, where Paul is talking to, um, the, um, church of Philippi and, and telling them, Hey, um, only think on these things, things that are worthy to be praised, things that are lovely. And he's just showing them, Hey, we gotta, we actually have control and authority of our thought life. We can, we can go to a place of saying, dog, I messed up. I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have done that. No, that me thinking that toward myself is not love is not, it actually, it doesn't align with the uh, align with um scripture. So it's like, we got to start um with loving ourselves by thinking good thoughts towards ourselves, good thoughts of who we are. When we, um when we begin this, this series, just really on taking care of our souls. We talked about be kind to our souls. And one of the scriptures was in Proverbs where it talked about how kind words are as sweet 
to, to the soul is sweet to the heart. And it says it's healthy for the bones. It's healthy for your body. So the, the kind words that we think towards ourselves, that we speak towards ourselves, is actually is good for your soul. And it's healthy for your body, for your physical body. Some of you right now are experiencing some things in your body. And you think the medicine is something that the doctor, the physical doctor that you go to into an office has to prescribe you. But God saying, I'm, I'm, I'm your primary physician. I'm make me your primary physician. This word is medicine. You want health. You want a, a you want a, a healthy soul and a healthy body. Start speaking kind words toward yourself. Start thinking um, kindly, purely thoughts of good toward yourself. That's not how God loves us. His word says that he has good thoughts towards us and he knows the plans that he has for us. Plans to prosper us, think, plan things to do with thoughts of good, to do us good. Why do we think that? Why do we think lower than that? Why do we think thoughts of death? Why do we have thoughts of, 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 of bad, of it's not going to work out? Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm this, or I'm not this. I'm nobody who cares what I have to say. No, think we have to think the way that God thinks towards us. And maybe in this moment, we need to ask God, God, how do you think towards me? Like, God, I, I want an encounter from you. How do you really see me? What are your thoughts towards me? Give me those thoughts, God, because that is what I'm going to choose to start thinking toward myself. Have that conversation with God. If you don't know, it's okay to ask. Look in his word of the things that he says that, uh, what he says about you and who you are. And choose to daily confess it, choose to put it in practice of this is what I'm going to start thinking. Okay, so we talked about just, you know, loving God, but also loving others. This this is a, a, a commandment. And, and now that we're not under the law, we still, it's about the spirit of the law. It's about this law being rooted in our hearts, us having the understanding and living out this law. So we, yes, we ought to love others, but it says, as you love yourselves. So we can't properly love others with the love of God. If we're not properly loving ourselves with the love of God. And so just to go a little deeper into, um, the love of God, let's go to what love, what is, what is love? Okay. What is love and what is not love? That's 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And we can start at verse start at verse 4. Love is patient and kind. So we discuss what kind what it is to be kind, what it is to be patient. So that is all love. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. 
never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. So one thing I noticed in this scripture, there is more of what love is not than what love is. It's not jealous. It's not boastful. It's not proud. It's not rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable. It doesn't keep record of being wrong. It does not rejoice about injustice. It, 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 it puts more in here of what love is not. And I got to thinking about that. And I, I believe it's because honestly, we need guardrails. I, that's, I, that's the best way I can explain it. Guardrails are boundaries to ourselves, to our souls too, of how we ought to love each other, how we ought to love ourselves. It's not, it's not rude. Are you, are you rude to yourself? Do, do you gang up on your own self? Do you marinate on what you did wrong over and over again? Are you easily angered? Easily irritated when you mess up or you do something wrong or because something didn't go your way or something you thought that you put your best in and it seemed like it failed? Are you easily angered? Do you get easily irritated at yourself? It may, it, it may be easier to see if you do that to others, but do you do that to yourself? Like, what are the thoughts that you're thinking as the day goes on when different things are happening? What are those thoughts? Can we slow down and really examine ourselves? That's actually something that Paul um, charges us to do, to examine ourselves. We ought to examine our thoughts regularly. Like, how am I thinking toward myself? If you're having issues with loving yourself, what, what are the thoughts that you even think about yourself? Are they in a place of, um, that's aligned with what you do? Do you, you think things, you think bad things toward yourself because of something you did not do well here? God, his love is, it says it's not, it's not easily, it's not easily angered. It's not irritable. So you're not loving yourself. When you get that way towards yourself, when you think that way and speak that way towards yourself, you're not loving yourself. He's saying here, it's being patient and being kind. Okay, you messed up, Shawanda. It's all right, girl, you're gonna get back up again. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get through this. Talk to yourself, talk to your soul like it's another person. <laughs> we got this. It's all right. No, girl, that, that wasn't, that wasn't it. You missed it, but it's all right. God still loves you. You're still, you, your heart is, 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 is for God to do what he, he want, he calls you to do. It's okay. If you make mistakes, it's okay. If you mess up, let's get back up again. It's okay. If you're hurting, like give yourself grace. It says it doesn't keep record of wrong. Meaning I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pile up all the different things that I did wrong. Or that someone did wrong to me because then now I'm keeping that in my soul and I'm not caring for my soul now. And, and, and sometimes we do need God to help us like God, help me not to let this attach to my soul. We can have a hard time letting go of wrongs, whether it's wrongs that you did or wrongs that people did to you. And I'm going to tell you, it, it's okay. We need God's, we need God's love to help heal, heal us in areas where we, we don't know what to do about. 
And so I just say also don't give up on yourself. Don't lose hope. It said it never loses hope and never loses faith is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. I don't know what place you're in right now where maybe you want to give up on yourself. You don't see the end. You don't see the change. You don't see where, where there's hope or where maybe, maybe even where God is in this. Don't give up on yourself. Faith is, is, is really the place of where you're choosing to believe, even though you don't see it, even though you don't feel it. Man, this is hard, God. I've been, I keep going through this. I'm ready to be done. I don't want to do this anymore. I understand this. That, that's I'm saying it like that because that's what I said. He gets that place. But here, as being on the other side of it, as I cannot giving up, even where I, where I wanted to lose hope, I'm like, but I'm not going to give up. Leaning into his strength. Like I said, I'm practicing, hey, the, I'm, it's his grace and his power. I'm doing, doing this with God. We don't just um, choose to mother, choose to be a wife, choose to be a worker, or a servant, all that with God, we got to choose to just live with God in my everyday feeling and my everyday thoughts, inviting him in, making, making an intimate place for him to dwell in, in me, invite him there, let him rest there, bring him in. God, this hurts. Give him your truth. He wants to know. He, he, he wants to give you that strength. He wants to give you that hope when you feel hopeless, but it's a choice. Love is a choice. Just choosing not to give up on yourself and say, I'm going to rely on God. There's so many places in my, in my path and this path and journey that I've, I've been walking day in and day out where I have wanted to quit Yes, uh, things on the outside of me, different things that I do, I've wanted to quit. But there's some things where I've wanted to quit on me. Some things I'm like, this hurts too much to, to, to have to change. Or I've seen my way this way so long that I just don't see how I'm going to change. I have been there. But when, when we endure through every circumstance... When we choose to, but I'm going to still trust you, God. I'm still going to choose you, God. Guess what? You're, lo you're loving yourself the way that God loves you. That's what God does. He chooses us despite the circumstances that we're in. He chooses us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. We got to keep choosing ourselves. We're choosing God, but we're choosing ourselves. We're not taking ourselves out the race. God, I'm going to trust you because there's something that you see or that you, you know that I am that may, I, I haven't got there, but I'm going to trust you to get me there. So that's, that's not giving up on you. That's giving your soul a chance to experience what God has for you. Love yourself that way. Love yourself enough to endure 
whatever it is that you're in right now to see a thing through. And let me tell you, when you, when you keep doing that, when it comes around again, you know, how you'll know how to talk to yourself. Oh, you've been through this before. We know it's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. We're going to have those feelings, but Hey, I'm Shawana. We're going to keep going through this. We got to see the other end of this thing. Love is always hopeful and we grow deeper and deeper in love with God. And at the same time, we learn to love ourselves better. We learn to love ourselves the more we learn to love ourselves more like God. And then the byproduct of that is loving each other the same, the same way we love ourselves. That's what God wants. He wants us to live in a world where we we're loving people the way that he loves us, where we're not so easy to give up on, on people. We're not so easy to cancel people. I know there's a cancel culture, but we need to have a Jesus culture where we don't lose hope, where we're not rude with each other, where we can be patient and kind and not so easily irritated when they don't do what, what we want them to do. And when things are not done in the timing that we want it to be done, or people don't show up the way we want them to show up. No, we got to learn how to love ourselves that way because that's how he loves us. So we can love, so we can be Jesus in this earth. And so one last thing I just talked about is that nothing can separate us from the love of God. I'm not going to go to that scripture, but it's Romans 8, 31 through 39. And I just want to um, encourage you to not allow where you're at to separate you from loving yourself. If you have the love of God on the inside of you, you have received his love. That if nothing can separate you from his love, that same love, you got to love yourself with and not allow anything to separate you from that love of God that you love yourself with. I hope I'm making sense here. Don't choose to back out on being good to yourself, loving yourself, enduring with yourself, being patient and kind with yourself because you don't like where you're at. Because you want something different or because you've been dealing with this for so long and it doesn't seem like there's, there's going to be change. You don't stop loving yourself. You keep loving yourself. And I just hear right now, ask God, how can I better love myself? What does that look like? Cause I know I can speak on here and encourage and tell you this and that, but this may look, this may look different for each one of you. So as you're listening Ask God, how, how, what does that look like? What do I need? See, all of our souls, we need something. There's something that, and God, being the creator of us all, he knows our souls well. He knows what you need. We need him. Don't get me wrong. He is more than enough for us. But we got to tap into that more than enough. And say, God, what, what is it that I need? What is it that I need to do? Do, is, do I need to just, just continue to love on you in my mornings or my devotion time? What, what is it that I'm missing? What is it that I need to maybe put a guardrail up so that I'm loving myself better? So that I'm loving myself with your type of love that's unconditional. Where I'm not putting conditions and, and constraints on how, how I think toward myself or, or when I feel like I'm deserving of something good. God, no, I want to love myself unconditionally. 
All right. Amen. Amen. I pray that encourage you and bless you. Um, we are going to end right now with our hiding place, our hiding place, um, where we, um, give you a song to meditate on and we give you a, um, uh, some confessions to declare and speak over your soul. And so, um, the song that I have for today is called Until Grace by Torin Wells and Rascal Flatts. Until Grace, you may have heard of it, you may not, but go and listen to it, check it out. Um, I was like, man, this probably would have been a, a good song for last week because I was talking about being gracious to yourself. But everything is done and led by the Spirit. It all flows in the same vein. It's all about taking care of our inner man, taking care of our soul. And um, there's some lyrics that Torn Wells said at the beginning of this that I just, um, I just listened to the song and I was like, man, I have to, um, speak this out to our audience. Now I just want you to hear it. Um, at the beginning, he says, I knew I was broken, but there was no one that I could tell. Praying felt like I was throwing pennies in a wishing well. And I started believing I was cursed to carry this weight. I was listening to the reasons of why I should walk away until grace called my name. I didn't know I could be free until grace found me until grace broke these chains. I didn't know I could be free until grace found me. I just want to encourage the sister who is feeling broken, who hasn't told anyone. You don't feel like you can tell anyone you're praying, but you don't, you don't see the answer. You're not feeling any different. And you just believe that this is something I got to carry for the rest of my life. I want to tell you to one, have grace on yourself. Have grace on yourself and know that God is, is being patient with you. And he's giving you grace for the season that you're in. He's giving you grace for the space that you're in. He hears your prayers and you are not alone. I've definitely felt this way. And when I look back at the place when I felt this way, the only thing that I realized that I really needed to do was to rest in the grace of God. It was me just wanting to be different, wanting for things to change, wanting to not carry this weight. But the yoke that Jesus wanted me to, to be yoked to was his grace, was his love, was him. And so I tell you in this place, again, if you feel like you're praying and you don't see the answers you don't see the change to what you're looking for in your soul or in your inner man have grace on yourself be gracious to yourself tap into the grace of God understand um, that he's giving you grace and that he's not looking at you like oh you shouldn't be there Oh, you're a broken, hot mess. No, he was like, God is like, I have so much good thoughts toward you. I have, I have such good plans for you. You're right. You're right where you need to be. 
your heart. I hear your heart. I hear your cry. I hear your prayers. Keep listening. Keep spending intimate time with him in your hiding place. Maybe play this song to remind you of the grace that is available to you. The grace that we have because of what Jesus did. Not because of what you had to do. It's it's undeserved. That you have what you need in God. The thorn in your soul. The thing that you want removed. God is saying my grace is sufficient for you. Mm. I declare. That you're not going to leave. Or get off this podcast wanting for that thing to be removed anymore. You're going to begin giving God the glory because of his grace. Because of his power that you're going to allow to work through you. You're no longer going to look at your um, thorn, whatever it is, as a weakness. But as an opportunity for God to get the glory. As him to give you strength to do whatever it is that you think you cannot do. He's going to give you strength for it. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. All right, let's declare these scriptures. Speak them, um, speak these confessions um, after me. I will love God with every passion of my heart, with all the energy of my being, and every thought that is within me. I will love myself with that same love and I will love others. I will not be rude or easily angered toward myself. I will remain hopeful and not give up on me. I will not allow where I am to separate me from loving myself. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, everyone, that wraps up this week's episode. Thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it. Also, don't forget to head over to Amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional Rest for the Soul by yours truly. Um, you want to get it in your hand. And just remember, soul care is self-care. Until next time, bye-bye.